Good morning, y'all. Uh, today we come to celebrate this Holy Mass, and uh, I want to focus on the Acts of the Apostles. Um, I, I love the Acts of the Apostles. It's the actions of the Apostles. It's the early church. It's the Catholic Church. It's, it's our faith. It's our history as Catholics um, just spread throughout the whole actions of the Apostles. And so we get to see how the church, our Catholic faith, began. We get to see the boldness of which they proclaim the Word of God and the the, uh, the dangers and the things that they, they put themselves in because of this fundamental event that happened in history. Namely, that Jesus Christ, the carpenter's son, the son of Mary, was raised from the dead. And no one prayed over him and raised him up from the dead. He raised himself up from the dead, which meant that he himself was the great I Am, was God made man. That fundamental event in history changed everything for these people that were following Jesus. And now we see in the actions of the apostles that belief so courageously uh, instilled inside of their hearts that it's going to cause many of these, most of these early followers of the church to lay down their life. But let's look at this for a second. Um, Paul. <clears throat> Paul is speaking um, to a group of people, and, and they're gathered in a synagogue. And uh, it's really kind of neat. Uh, you get a picture of the synagogue, kind of like a church, and you would have a, a head priest that would be up there leading the people. And they would open up the scrolls, and they would read from the, the Torah, from the Old Testament readings. And then they would always give a teaching. Well, at this point, for some reason, it trips me out. Um, it says the synagogue official goes up, basically to the podium, and says, my brothers, if one of you has a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. And it's like he's opening it up to the floor to anybody that wants to say something to add to in their own words of exhorting one another or whatever. It'd be as if in the middle of Mass, I would say, okay, anybody want to also expand on this reading? You can go ahead and stand up and come to the pulpit and you can preach um, at the same time. We wouldn't think of doing that. Um, but this is what happened. And so Paul stands up and, um, and he begins to exhort the people of Israel as he opens up salvation history for them of how God had moved all the way through the Old Testament, through the prophets. And uh, I want to focus on King David. And he leads them all the way to Jesus. Right. Um, so, but focusing on King David, I love how he says this. God raises up King David and says of him, he testified. I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, to carry out my every wish. I love how David is described as a man after God's own heart. Um, it doesn't say that he was a perfect man. Uh, it doesn't say he did everything right. It said that he was a man after God's own heart, which means that he was constantly pursuing the heart of God even in the midst of his own struggles, even in the midst of his own sinfulness, because we know that David did sin. He, he sinned greatly. He committed adultery uh, with Bathsheba and then had her husband killed. So an adulteress and a murderer. But yet this is a man who's after God's own heart. What does it mean? Well, it means that he didn't live, do everything perfectly, um, but it meant that whenever he did fall, he knew that he had a loving God and a merciful God to turn to, and not that it was an excuse for him to fall, 
Because once he fell, he had a firm resolve and he turned away from those things. His sin still had effects, yes, um, but he pursued the heart of God. And so David would repent. And that's what you see in the Psalms as David speaks. So many of those Psalms he put together for us um, is David's own journey into the heart of God. That's why it's so human. Read the Psalms today. They're incredible. They speak of the human condition. They speak of human frailty. They speak of our, our human weaknesses and the strength of the human character that always pursues the heart of God. So in the midst of what the Psalms will speak of is feeling alone, feeling betrayed by God and feeling abandoned by God and, and our own weaknesses falling into sin, they will always also speak of the great way that our hearts can turn to God and how God will receive us as his own. And so today, let's think about that. Let's pray about that. Um, could they say that about each one of us? That Susan is a woman after God's own heart. That Joe is a man after God's own heart. Put your name in there. Could it be said of you and of me that Father Mitch is a man after God's own heart? Deacon Dan is a man after God's own heart. And if so, what does that mean? How does that change the way that we live? How does it challenge us? Uh, to live the lives um, in pursuit for God and for God's heart because we know that God is always pursuing our heart um, and wants us for his own and so he sends his son Jesus to us and so let us live in that conviction and that great love and ask the Holy Spirit to pour out his gifts on us so that we may live in that uh, that life that reality of Jesus raised from the dead and our wills and our emotions pursuing the heart of God. Amen.